Okay, we begin our metta recital. and secure. May all beings have happy minds, whatever living beings there may be, without exception, weak or strong, long, large, medium, short, subtle, or lost, visible or invisible, living near or far, born or coming to birth. May all beings have happy minds. Let no one deceive another nor despise anyone anywhere, neither from anger nor ill will should anyone wish harm to another. As a mother who risked her own life to protect her only child, even so towards all living beings, one should cultivate boundless heart, one should cultivate for all the world heart of boundless human friendliness, above, below, and all around, and not suffer without hate or resentment, whether standing, walking, sitting, lying down or in a awake, one should develop this mindfulness, this is called divinely being here, not only sanctioned process, one comes away again to work in the Even though we use these words to radiate living friendliness towards all living beings, they are our objects of metta. But we really cultivate metta towards ourselves. When we are full of metta in our minds, there will not arise hateful, angry thoughts in our minds. When hateful thought, thought of resentment arise in our mind, those other beings out in the world 
do not suffer from our resentment anger but ourselves we suffer from our own anger and resentment so when we cultivate metta we feel friendliness within ourselves this is the thought we have to protect thought of metta very precious thought very valuable thought we have to protect it very much like a mother protecting her only child we should not fantasize that we are going out in the world to protect every living being just like a mother protects her own child this is not practical it never happens we love ourselves more than we love anybody in the world that is the reality if we love ourselves we must protect this metta thought in order to protect our own mind from anger resentment and so on so this sentence just like a mother would protect her only child even at the risk of her own life should not be translated to not be meant that we go out to the world to protect every living being just like mother protects her only child it is impractical it never happens never we can do that while we are practicing metta here those who kill out in the world go on killing don't do those who hate others in the world go on hating we cannot stop that we cannot prevent them from doing those wrong things but we can prevent our own minds from those from arising those thoughts in our mind so if if each and every person practices this it is that person who experiences the result the benefit this is exactly what we see in the teachings and this is what every wise individual experiences that is the truth if all the seven or more billion individuals practices this they all will have the same experience just like when we practice mindfulness we experience the benefit when we practice compassion we experience the benefit when we gain concentration 
We see things exactly as they are. We don't expect others to see things as they really are. While we are practicing concentration, meditation. So this is the meaning we have to keep in mind. We honestly, sincerely want to develop these thoughts of metta. When we do this, we don't make a distinction between one and another. We learn to put all living beings into one pool, one melting pot, and treat all of them as one living, breathing beings. They all, just like us, have feelings, just like us, they all have pain, they all have suffering, just like we have. And therefore we want to wish them to be peaceful and happy, whether it happens to them or not, we have no control, we have no way to know. But the thought that we cultivate in our mind is very wonderful, awesome thought, thought that makes us peaceful and happy, leading us in gaining concentration. So with these metta thoughts, when we cultivate them, we should not question, hesitate and doubt the benefit of metta. Because only one who practices, cultivates it, experiences the benefit. If each and every one of us cultivates, each and every one of us experiences the benefit. There is no magic in it. So it is very practical meditation subject. With this we continue other part of this practice. These two go together, metta and concentration, because the mind without metta, full of resentment, cannot gain concentration. It hurts the mind, hurts our personality and prevents us from gaining concentration. So we practice this first and then as I mentioned yesterday, put all your awareness, mindfulness on 
your breathing, which is taking place all the time now. So we want to bring our awareness to what is happening now. Every moment something is happening. No moment in our life pass without something happening in it. So when we pay attention to our breath, we feel the breath, we experience the beginning, middle and end of the breath. We experience expansion and contraction of our lungs and abdomen as we breathe in and out. We experience tension when the lungs are full. We experience little anxiety when the lungs are empty. As we breathe in, that anxiety fades away. We experience a relief of anxiety. As we breathe out, tension fades away and experience relief of tension. These are very natural things that happen to us as we breathe in and out. These are the things that happen to all living beings as they all breathe in and out. So we experience something universal, universally true. There's nothing different from person to person. So we keep focusing mind on the breath. As we see this reality, we don't feel monotonous. We rather deepen our insight into the reality that is happening all the time. There is nothing exciting in it. It is very natural phenomenon. We pay attention to it and then mind and the breath become calm, relaxed and peaceful. Of course it may not happen very quickly if mind wanders here and there, meaning mind brings various kinds of memories, ideas, opinions, thoughts that are stored in our mind. When we say mind is wandering, Mind in literal, in, in reality, literally doesn't go anywhere. Mind is circulating, roaming within itself, bringing new, fresh memories of the past, pondering over the future. These are the two extremes that mind vacillates. So they all lie in our mind. As soon as we realize this, 
mind begins to settle down. Of course, when we remember something, we remember all the details, all the dimensions. We remember the distance, time, taste, feelings, sounds that has already happened in the past, all come to our memory from the storage that we have already within our mind. Literally we cannot go to the past. to 1980, 1940, 2001, and these are all registered in our mind. And events that took place are registered in our mind. Sceneries, beings, sounds, taste, smell, touch, all are registered in our mind and they come to the surface one by one or group by group. When one thing we remember, everything related to that also we remember. So we simply say mind is wandering. It doesn't go. It wanders only within itself, within the memories. So we understand this and let them come and go. We just pay attention to them. Don't get excited. Don't be upset. Just let them come and go. Stay with your breath. Stay with your experience you will certainly gain concentration. Friends, I cannot say much about it. You are the one who witness it, the testimony of it, experience all these things and see for yourself. Now, we are going to have interviews in office A. I'll be there. Those who have decided to come, please go there.